your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And man, was that a game? Uh, you know, some people are saying it wasn't pretty by any stretch of the imagination. No, I mean, you know, when, when you have a game that's kind of like a shootout like that, there's going to be some parts of the game that aren't pretty. But, you know, the Avs were found themselves in a dogfight. Uh, we'll go over all of it because, wow, I mean, that that to me, that was an exciting game. Uh, so we'll talk about it. First things first. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter. Uh, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow and subscribe to the show's YouTube channel over on YouTube. In the end, it's a win. So that's really all that matters. Uh, seven to five for the Avs, back and forth game, and and you felt really good about the Avs. You've been playing well, and you've been scoring a lot of goals, and you've been holding the uh, opponent to not a lot of goals. And you're going up against a team that hasn't played because last week got canceled for them because of COVID. And on top of that, they're you know not the upper echelon of teams in the league. They're an up and coming team. They're a young team. Um, but, you know, this is why hockey is a great game because you never know when a team like that <clears throat> can play with the big guys. And that's what we saw last night in Ottawa. And it couldn't have started out any better for the Avs. They got a goal less than a minute into the game. Maybe we're going to have the stats here. Valnachuskin, uh, uh, 50 seconds into the game. And for those 50 seconds, it was all avalanche. They won the opening faceoff, got into the offensive zone, and they didn't let up until Nachuskin got that goal. So you, I mean, after that, I know it's only one shift, but you're like, man, you know, this is this is lining up exactly where we think it's going. And Ottawa didn't cave. They didn't give up. You know, it's two to two by the end of the first. Um, and you know, a, a lot of, a lot of back and forth. And I give a lot, a, a lot of credit to, to Ottawa, uh, you know, cause they could have just used this game as a game to kind of just get back into the flow of things, but credit them for, for not doing that. And just basically saying like, no, like we, we can't do that. Even though we're not expected to push for much this year, even like a playoff spot, you know, this is where you for them, you know, that, that I think that's a character builder for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, had they won, would even been more so. But to go into Denver, which is a tough place to play when you haven't played in as long as they haven't played, you know, a week off, you know, it's not like I'm saying they have the whole month off, but you thought maybe the way that it started for them, again, not that they would cave. But they would say, like, okay, well, you know, this is going to be a, a tough go of it, and we'll give it the old college try. But they didn't. They didn't. 
And uh, so, yeah, I give them credit. But the Avalanche found themselves in a fight. <laughs> and and I give them credit as well because uh, this is what you're going to get from teams. You know, a team like Ottawa going up against a team like the Avalanche, they're going to kind of rank themselves on how they face off against a team like the Avalanche. And again, while they're disappointed that they probably lost, they're probably saying like we hung with them for a while and we came back. Uh, and for the Avs, you're saying like this team gave us all that they could and we had to come back. And the Avs were down. They were down in the third. Um, a, a power play goal gave Ottawa the lead, but there was so much time left when that happened. You kind of felt like th- there's no way the score is staying like this. Uh, what was that? I think it was five to four when that happened. And you were like, you know, there's way too much time that happened. Uh, where's uh, uh, a minute and three seconds into the third. So you were like, yeah, that, that's it. one, two, three. So it was four to three at that point. Sorry. Um, and you were like, no, <clears throat> way too much is happening in this game for it to, to stay at that. And it didn't uh, individually, you know, the, the two guys that stand out clearly are Nazem Kadri and Kale McCarr. Kadri with a four-point night, one goal and three assists. He continues to, to be everything for this team right now. He is doing everything and then some. You know, th- this is by far the best start that he's ever had for this team. And I, you know, I didn't dive into his whole career probably is for his uh his career right now um he's just he's playing fantastic and i know that rubs so many people the wrong way because he's that guy that so many people hate um what's he got 23 points on the season right now um he is he's he's that player when he's on your team you love him when he's not on your team you absolutely hate him so uh for 31 other fan bases right now they're they're they hate this stuff they hate when guys like him get on a run uh but for us it's great it's great so he is playing out of his mind right now and the other one who is hitting his stride and that is a dangerous thing for the rest of the league is kale mccarr two more goals for him tonight that's two games in a row where he scored two games and he even made a comment after the last game where he said, you know, that's not going to happen too often. Uh, well, you did it two days in a row, Kale. So uh, two games in a row anyway. So he's right. I mean, you don't expect <clears throat> defensemen to to kind of go off on scoring sprees like he does, but he's different. He's a different animal. He's a different type of hockey player. And, man, is he exciting to watch. So, uh, you know, a, a, a lot to get to. Even, I mean, like like I said in the beginning, when you have this much scoring, uh, there's going to be good and there is going to be some bad. And we'll get into the bad, which you probably are shouting Darcy Kemper, Darcy Kemper. We'll talk about it. But first, we are going to hear from Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. And we now have Thanksgiving around the corner. I mean, is Thanksgiving week. So if you are the type of person who is saying, I am going to start my diet, you can start it right now and put down the pie 
on Thanksgiving Day. I know that is so difficult to do. And maybe pick up a built bar because a slice of pie can have anywhere from 300 calories on up, while a built bar has only 130 calories while having four grams of sugar and plenty of protein. They are low calorie, low carb, low fat, and high protein. And even with all that, they are still covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. And you can start it right now. If Thanksgiving is too far away, throw one in your bag and bring it to work during that midday crash and you'll get through the day, guaranteed. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So I know a lot of people are talking about Darcy Kemper right now. And, you know, first of all, the people who are like, let's get a new goalie, just stop. He's been very good. He's been very good. And guess what? If you went and got a new goalie, that goalie is going to have bad games too. There is no goalie who goes through an entire season unscathed and just has these amazing games, game after game. It doesn't happen. And he's been playing a lot and he's been playing very well. Maybe some people want to jump on him for the cracking game where he let in three goals. You just play different when you're up seven to nothing. So uh, I'm not going to get on him for that. There, for this, there, it was it was a little bit of both. There were some goals that he absolutely should have stopped, absolutely. And then there's a, a well, one goal sticking out of my head where Jason Megna kind of took him out and and he's sitting on his butt. And uh, I don't remember who it was. Let me see. It was the guy who scored the. Uh, the hat trick for Ottawa. Mm-mm-mm. Why can I not? Oh, there it is. Uh, Sanford. Pretty sure it was Sanford. Kind of Kempfer's on his butt and he's trying to get up, but Sanford's right off to the side of him and he kind of just throws it off of him. You know, that one's not really all that much on Kemper, but that doesn't make up for the stops that he should have made. <clears throat> I will grant you that. Um, you know, according to Money Puck, he had three low danger goals let in. You don't want that. The other two were high danger goals. Okay, those you can live with because those are difficult to save. Uh, but you don't want to see three low danger goals. And as far as his other stats, um, <clears throat> you know, his goal saved above expected is a negative two point eight six. I can't tell you how bad that is when you're negative, when you're negative, you don't want to be negative at all and gave goals, uh, save above expected. But when you're negative two, you're almost negative three. That's bad. So yeah, he did not play well. Um, and, and I'll be interested to hear his, uh, his press conference. Cause he's a stand up guy. He'll, he'll, he'll own up to that. <clears throat> he's not going to, He's not the guy that puts blame on anybody else. Um, but there were a couple times where, you know, there was one, the the, uh, the uh, third period pe- uh, power play where Ottawa took that lead. He made a save. It was a, a rebound. And you never want to see rebounds, clearly. But the, the rebound went to the opposite side, like directly to the Ottawa player who had a, a wide open net. I mean, that rebound was almost like on a string for this player. And I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying that's, that's hockey. That's things that happen. And um, what are you going to do about it? Uh, That's one that he's just not going to save. 
but there were some others that, that, that he, I think it was in the second period. There was just nobody in front of him. And the guy had a, an open look. Yeah, you got to give some credit to, to Ottawa for, for making a good shot. But it's one of those things where you probably should have saved it. So, yes, not a good game for, for Darcy Kemper, even to the point where he lost a blade on his skate and he had to come out of the game for a little while. And Jonas Johansson came in and made one save. So when he does that, when he stops the first shot that's he, he faces, you should have left him in because uh, it, it's night and day with him. If he lets in the first shot, probably take him out after one goal. Uh, if he stops the first shot, he's aces, good to go. Should they have pulled Kemper? Um, you know, you don't typically see – I mean, you, you, I shouldn't say that. You see it all. You see it on, on a lot of different scenarios. I think they weren't pulling him because they were still in the game. Um, you know, they were leading, and then they were down. And even when they were down, they were only down by one goal. So you kind of ride your ace during that time with the hope that he can just rise to the occasion. Or if you're just not feeling it, Bednar just was feeling like, nope, I'm taking him out. I think he, he might have pulled him. But in the end, I think Kemper did what he was supposed to do. And I think he rose a little bit to the occasion at the end when they finally got that lead six to five. Um, you know, he, he had faith in him to really turn it around. And he made some pretty big stops at the end. And that's what your ace is supposed to do. You know, if they were down, you know, uh, five to two or something like that, probably would have been pulled. But I think this is Jared Bednar just having faith in his, uh, you know, his ace goalie. So I, I have no issues with with Kemper. He's going to have a bad game. And guess what? He's going to have another one at some point during the season. He might even have a few more. But he's been playing well. He's been playing well overall. And uh, it'd be interesting to see if they get – well, he's going to get a break this week anyway because they are playing four games and they are playing a back-to-back on on Friday and Saturday. They're playing a back-to-back. He's going to get a break in one of those. So see, will they split these two games? I don't know. Maybe this is a sign of we, we got to sit him earlier than expected. Does Johansson get in there? And Francois is practicing. Francois has been – he was skating for a while, but now he is actually back physically practicing. So how quickly do you bring him back if he's ready to go, which should be soon? Um, and the Avs are slowly getting to that point of getting healthy. Nathan McKinnon, they're saying – he could go with them on that five-game road trip to start December. Same thing with uh, JT Comfort. Maybe he's another week beyond that, but he's coming around. And obviously, you have uh, Martin Kaut was skating uh, and Pablo Francois as well. So you got through this game pretty safe. I don't think anybody – there was that one hit on Tyson Jost – uh, and, and, you know, it's, that's not, it's not going to get suspended. That's not a suspendable hit. It was a, a penalty and they called the penalty, which they should have done, but that's not a suspendable hit. <clears throat> Is it dirty? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's hovering on, on dirty, but you know, I'm not shouting that player safety has to get involved for that hit. That's just a, a bad hockey hit and he got penalized for it. And Joseph isn't going to stand for that. So, 
was pretty scary though. The guy's helmet came off as Joe's kind of was bringing him down to the ice. You don't want to see him smacking his head on the ice, which didn't happen, but still. Um, yeah, so Kemper, getting back to him. All right. Oh, and to go off of uh, almost injuries, I don't know if you guys were watching on Altitude, uh, Eric Johnson almost kicked Kel McCarr in the face with his skate as he's going over the boards from the bench to the ice. I don't know if he tripped a little bit or if he didn't have his balance going over the boards, but his skate came up. And if you've ever seen the movie uh, Blades of Glory, <laughs> when that skate at the end comes right across his face, so close to it, it was something like that. Uh, very, very scary moment there. And that's what you don't want. I mean, if that if that led to uh, Kale McCarr getting sliced, and missing games, you throw your hands up and you say, what other ways can Avalanche players get injured? It's crazy. But it was close. There was no blood. I mean, it seemed like it did come close to his face. But uh, one of those, you're just holding your breath when it happened. So um, anyway, I keep trying to get back to, to Darcy Kemper. But it's okay for the people who who are saying like, you know, oh, I'm not impressed by Kemper. This is, you know, the game that you might hang your hat on, uh, but you're forgetting about the past handful of games. Look, like we got five in a row. He must, and he's played in all of those. So, you know, you know the abs are outscoring these teams. I don't, I don't think they've scored less than five in any of these games. I think going off the top of my head, uh, <clears throat> But their 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 offense is coming along, uh, and their defense is starting. Their defense is playing better, and but they still have those lapses. Um, overall, Avs with forty shots on goal while holding Ottawa to to, to twenty one, so that's good. Um, but the but the Senators got the Avs on the power play. They were two out of three on the power play, while the Avalanche were one out of four. But it looked better. And I shouldn't even say it looked better as if it hasn't been. It's been phenomenal the past handful of games. And in this game, you know, one for four, but every power play seemed like it generated opportunities and chances, and they just couldn't get it in. One in particular, the front or the the first line was on there for maybe a minute and 30, 40 seconds of the power play. They kept the puck in in the zone the entire time for the most part, just couldn't get a goal. So, again, good things, bad things. Um, I think the the good gets highlighted more when when you win. Uh, if the Fs had lost this game, especially to the opponent that they're losing to, coming off of not playing, Avalanche fans would would be livid right now. Uh, but bottom line, that was just an exciting game. It was an exciting hockey game, and that and that's this is kind of why I love hockey because. Uh, you know, this is what can happen. Teams that are struggling teams and not expected to compete for a playoff position can give the teams that are the a Stanley Cup favorite a run. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, a couple of things to get to, and then we'll call it a day. But we're going to talk about bet online. And we talked about Thanksgiving and what you can do with Built Bar. 
and you know what comes with Thanksgiving, and that is football. Nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. And Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of these sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop and mobile websites to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. And it's not just all football. Bet Online has a pro and college basketball, the NHL, obviously, boxing and UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. And we are stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving at betonline.ag. A lot of people are were, were commenting about the Andre Burakovsky assist that went to well he 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 carried the puck into the zone and then kind of had a drop back pass to Kadri who fed uh, Taves for uh, the goal which that one made it let me see here one two three to two abs that was the beginning of the second period a lot of people were shouting online that that was offsides on Burakovsky and it's just, it's not um you know the the rule a lot of people think that you know the puck has to enter the zone first yeah it does if the the player possessing the puck is in control of the puck his feet can go into the offensive zone before the puck gets there and then he can bring it in that's okay um and that's exactly what happened I think people were they, they saw that and they were like, well, that's offsides. And they saw the Ottawa bench looking at their tablets, uh, maybe wanting to to challenge it. And eventually they they didn't. And I, I don't think they were looking. Maybe they were. I mean, you don't know. They, they maybe were looking at if the play was offsides, but they were probably also looking at Taves if he kicked it in because it was a bang, bang play. It was a perfect, perfectly timed play where he's stopping, you know, as the puck is is being passed to him with his stick going towards the goal. So it was one of those things where it could have hit his skates. Even if it did, uh, it wasn't he wasn't in a kicking motion. He was stopping. So I think, you know, I'm sure senators were doing their due diligence, looking at if it was offsides, which it was not because he's in control of the puck and his skates went over first. That is okay. And uh, if it was a kick. And, and neither one of those true, and they didn't even bother to challenge it. So, yeah, that that's uh, what's going on with that. Um, some other player notes here. The, you know, the, the game winner, we haven't talked about it, <clears throat> was Alex Newhook. Johnny on the spot. What a play by him. He kind of followed the play around the back of the net, and uh, Nachuskin kind of – threw it to O'Connor. O'Connor kind of like, I think he was trying to throw it on net and new hook was at this point kind of circling back around to get in front of the net. And it was so quick where he just kicked it to his blade of his stick and fired it in. I mean, it was beautiful. And if, if you're listening to this and you've watched it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't watched it for whatever reason yet, I mean that for, for someone of, of his age to really be in that much control of the play is very impressive. 
I was very impressed by that play for Alex Newhook. And, and that was, you know, something that they want to see from him. It was almost like he, he stuck with the play, just went from skate to stick in the blink of an eye and put it home. And you got to be happy for him to not only get that goal, which is his second, but a game winner. That's got to feel good for him. Um, Jason Magna had a, a very nice breakaway. He showed some speed and kind of split defenders and thought he, you know, he had a breakaway chance, but couldn't get it on net. Another shorthanded opportunity for Logan O'Connor and the puck kind of rolled on him when he went to his backhand, but man, uh, him on the power or on the penalty kill is exciting because he, he takes calculated chances. It's not like he's out there just cherry picking. He's smart. And it's almost like if, if a, a player on the opposing team is going to telegraph a pass, he will see it coming a mile away or his own guys. If his own guys collect the puck and he sees a scene, it's like they're on the same page. So uh, they have a, a, a deadly penalty kill and not just in killing the penalty in potentially scoring. So uh, which is always very nice to have, but he had another opportunity Um Nichuskin, I think he is playing fantastic hockey, and he likes being on the line. The lines did get changed up a little bit. There was a point where where Bednar, I think, dropped Burkowski down to the third line. And I wanted to see how much. Yeah, he had 18 and change in minutes for Burkowski. But, you know, people want to kind of say Bednar doesn't really make adjustments. This game was all adjustments outside of the goalie thing, if you want to say, well, he didn't change the goalie whatever. Uh, but he was making line changes all the time. So, um, who else? Helm. I think Helm is just playing solid hockey. It's not showing up on the stat sheet. Um, we talked about Megna. He had that one good play, but then he had the bad play where he kind of tripped up his own goalie, which led to a goal on the defensive end. Jack Johnson is just a solid defenseman. I think he likes playing on this team. I think knowing that, you know, they're they're a, a contending team. I've talked about this before. When you're playing on a contending team, sometimes you up your game. I think that's exactly what Jack Johnson is doing. So uh, Taves with a goal and an assist. McCarr with the two goals on the defensive end. Um, there, there's guys, you know, everybody was playing hard. And, you know, mistakes are going to be made in the game of hockey. It's just going to happen. So I'm not going to get too, you know, too much on like Megna's back for the the knocking into his own goalie. I mean, it's going to happen. Um, but you have to give Ottawa some credit here. This can't all be the Avs just, you know, failed to do this or failed to do that. At some point, you have to give the other team who is trying just as hard to win a game um, as you are. And Ottawa came to play. They came to play. And this is going to be a, a good team to watch in the future. So, uh, but in the end, it's a avalanche win for number five. And they're, you know, th- this is this is the stride. We wanted to get have them get off on the beginning of the season. You wanted to see this play on day one. Typically, the abs aren't built that way. And it's right around now where you're starting to see them come around. Oh, I wanted to check to see who, uh, because if, if, if some things happen, 
the Predators did win because I think if the Predators lost, the Avs would have leapfrogged them in uh, at least the playoff scenario. And I know it's only November, but hey, you're always looking at that stuff. But the Avs still do have games in hand. Um, and St. Louis did win. St. Louis beat Vegas. So you know, Winnipeg do. Winnipeg lost to Pittsburgh. It's going to be a dogfight all year. Um, and the Avs are, are right in the thick of it now. And I think the other uh, teams in the division and probably the rest of the league is on notice now. Because I think some people were kind of turning their gaze from the Avalanche being like, eh, well, they haven't started good. Yeah, they, they probably will pick up at some point. But now I think the way the Avs are doing it and scoring five, six, seven goals every game, um, now people are starting to look back and say, like, all right, maybe we should start paying attention to the Avalanche again because who we thought they would be is what they are doing right now. Let's just keep this thing going. So day off on Tuesday and then back on it at Thanksgiving Eve. So let's go for six in a row. That'll be it. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. What a game. I could go back and I probably will go back and watch that thing again because that was damn exciting. All right. Thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen of the day. Go check out Locked On NHL for all the other NHL action for your second listen of the day. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy the day, everybody. Go, Abs, go.